Yeah? Yeah! Okay. Press it! A podcast about movies, TV shows, and video games. I'm Hayden. With me, I have Mitch. Hello. And Tam. Hi, Tam. Our subject matter expert on resurgence. Bum, bum, bum. Because his KD spread is better than anybody, and he likes Call of Duty. <laughs> so, Tom, how do I get good at resurgence? How do I resurge? Stop being you. <laughs> well, I can't help that. All right. Well, th- thanks for listening. <laughs> yeah. uh, so, here's our tips and tricks. Mine is just... You know, hide most of the time. <laughs> pick Hope up the, for the best. Pick up the laser gun, you know, because everything else sucks. Mm-hmm. Tom, what do you got? I see Mitch has a lot written down. Now, I, I knew what we need to do. Now, whether I implement this or not is besides the point. All right. <laughs> but the first thing I said was uh, you need to know the enemy location. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's important. It's, it's I, I thing, agree. Right? That's important. Knowing where people are. So things like using the scout perk. Using uh, like spotter grenades and all that stuff, mm-hmm. they, they they I would recommend using that stuff because even with the scout perk, when you shoot them, it lights up for your teammates mm-hmm. too. Now, granted, it's only for a couple of seconds, but at least you know that they're there. A high alert, high alert. Yeah, let's you know. Mm-hmm. High alert is also good. You, you want to use those kind of things because it's if you know where they're at. It, it, it helps a lot. Just you know, Knowing slightly. where they're at's one thing. Being able to kill them is a totally other... Uh, Shut up. We didn't right. talk about that. <laughs> that was the point. We just need to know where they are. Mm-hmm. If we can't kill them, that's besides the point. Well, <laughs> whoops. I'm going to shoot at them. Or I kill two of them, break the third, and then I get down, and then Hayden and Mitch run in and immediately get nerfed by one guy. <laughs> yeah. Because well, he goes... <laughs> With whatever gun he's got, yeah. and just kills us both instantly. The SMG that's the meta, you know, or whatever. I don't know. I, I just, I don't want to do homework to play a video game. Yeah. But we're not talking bad about Call of Duty. We're talking about how to get good at Call of Duty. <sighs> so Rebirth is unique in that you can keep coming back as long as someone on your team is still alive. Mm-hmm. Yes. So pre when you land initially, that's very important. Okay. Picking a spot that you know is going to have... You know, nine times out of ten, good loot and enough loot to sustain a four-man team. That's why we always land at. Well, well, before we go too far, or too fast, too far, another key point that I had on here was don't be afraid to retreat. It's tactical. <laughs> the, Mitch, the Mitch method of Look, runaway. If you're the only person left. If Mitch looks at his thing and sees Hayden's health bar go down and he goes down and he sees my plates go, Mitch's immediate, immediate instinct is to turn around and go back the way he came. Survival oh, instincts. If I'm in a firefight and I'm like, he's almost down, Mitch. Too far gone. Sorry. Too far. You're, you're <laughs> dead, Mitch is basically. in a helicopter flying yeah. somewhere else going, that was nothing I could do. Sorry. Look. If y'all go down, both of you are down, there's no point for me to run over there because it ain't going to help. <laughs> I'm just telling you. Mm-hmm. So if both of y'all go down, I might as well book it out of there. Y'all just die and respawn in a couple of seconds. Cause mm-hmm. When's the last time we won Resurgence? Or, or just I mean, I've won a lot. It's been I, have, a couple I have like 80 more wins than the two of you. Well, well, you, you play a lot more than we do, too. That's true. And I play with randoms. Yeah, which are probably better than us. Some of them. Yeah. <laughs> some, of them some of them not so much. 
Some of them are worse than you. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's 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 saying a lot, actually. But then when you were talking about landing at Harbor, Harbor, that was another thing I put down. Start at an outer kind of coastal building because, it, it, if anything, it at least limits one side that you got to defend. You only got to defend three ways instead of you know behind you as well. Harbor's interesting because it actually is more like two directions. Like you got chemical that you got to worry about, yeah. and, and then you, you got, got like big red right. in front of you. So, you know, because the prison has that uprise where they can shoot down at you, but you're there's so, that whole lane. You yeah. Can yeah. Drop down behind the wall and then they can't see you. Right. And, and even the chemical plant, they, I mean, they can shoot down in your direction, but there's no like windows or doors directly on your, you know, from that building into your building. Uh, yeah. And we like Harbor because it's not that popular. I mean, chances are like every other game. A, a team, team will, will land or a team will land nearby and push at us when right. they realize we're there. But if you can own that space long enough to get a gun or some guns and then figure out where to push from there, you can uh, at least have a good starting point compared mm-hmm. to what other people are doing, which is just balls in it in prison, hoping for the best. Or yeah. control center or chemical bioweapons, yeah. Nova. Which I think is stupid because, you know, you're, you're going to land with other people and, you know, it's a fight for a pistol or something like that. So yeah. it's not worth it. I mean, even like playing with you guys, I play with randos. They like to land at – um like headquarters mm-hmm. or grandma's house, I think they call it. There's the one okay. where the, there's the giant tower. Yeah. That cluster, though, those three buildings right outside of prison, a lot of people love to go there. Yeah. A lot of people love to go prison roof. A lot of people like to go below prison. A lot of people love to go to control. Yeah. And I, I, I like uh, Harbor because we usually end up pushing into, you call it Big Red or something like that, which most of the time the circle ends up either in prison the chemical side or like that tent city side. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's usually where the circle ends up at. So you can, you have pretty well avenue. Like of 70% of the time, if you land at Harbor, depending on the way the map is, you have an avenue to make it to buildings to fight your way into the zone. Right. Or sometimes yeah. it collapses onto Harbor. That's true. Rarely, but it, that is true. And it, that's a slug fest. Cause you got dudes coming down from the hill in multiple directions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you can kind of like, you know, because you know you're going to have a team coming from Chemical. You know you're going to have the teams coming from Nova getting on top of Big Red. You know you're going to have teams on prison who are working their way down the hill, and they're shooting down at you at Harvard. Yeah, but, you know, you, you got strategies that you can implement, mm-hmm. defensive strategies. Like, uh, it, stairs is always a big thing. You can just put a landmine mm-hmm. in the stairs or something like that. So, Well, so another thing I was going to get to is, like, when the smoke starts to cl- close in and stuff. I mean, yeah, it might be advantageous to be up on the high ground, which that's another thing that I have later on is high ground an advantage. But even if you're on the high ground, you don't want to be on top of prison and then you have to jump off of prison to get to the circle mm-hmm. while the guys down low are just waiting for you to jump. The biggest thing when the zone... You want to be ahead of the, the When the okay. first... When it collapses and the new zone appears, the biggest thing is positioning. Yes. Like, yeah. don't be the last one to try to run because we, we all do it. But if you're inside the new zone and you know it's collapsing, the first place you look is out of the zone. Yeah. Where everybody else is and going to have to come to you. Right. Yeah. I think most people for Battle Royales in general, they always, like, when they start out, they always play with that notion of all the bad guys are in the zone, so I'm going to try and stay out as long as possible, to live as long as possible. Mm-hmm. Then when you become more experienced, you know that if you can own your space in the zone and then kill those people trying to get in, mm-hmm. you have a better position of advantage because you're playing defense instead of offense. Yeah, I mean, that, thing, but it, as it collapses more and more, you know every building you're running into, there's going to be a team. Right. You're going against a fortified position. Well, that, and then even if you're 
if you're outside the zone, you're essentially fighting on two fronts because you've got to stay in front of the, the circle that's closing. Mm-hmm. And then you still got to worry about defending from the, the people that are shooting at you. And yeah. Basically, you're just having to play hopscotch between you know, cover, hoping that mm-hmm. you don't get shot and still outrun the, the zone. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, and most people play with fast guns, as especially in Resurgence, because it's very tight and close. So it's like SMGs. AR, AR SMG ARs. dominant. Yeah, and they, they play like that because – they're, you know, clearing aggressively, whereas if you can get into a fortified defensive position, you can try long guns, and you'll you'll dominate from a distance because nobody has those in Resurgence. So if you get up on the roof or something mm-hmm. like that and uh, buy a big red, I don't know what that building is called, but, uh, like, with the windows on the roof that mm-hmm. pop out all the time, you know, like, if you get a sniper gun for that, you can just pick off people in prison that can't touch you. So I mean, the basic Rebirth is the most aggressive <laughs> game type. It is. It's frustrating. Um, when you are being assaulted because they just keep coming at you. I mean, it's you can take three out of four of them, mm-hmm. and then you, you know, a minute later, they're all back. They're all back. So, well, talking about being aggressive, that's another thing that I put down was that speed kills. So, you don't want to worry too much for range until later on in the circle where you know you already have like a setup spot where you know you have to go because at the beginning. There's so many people that you got to be able to kill people quick before mm-hmm. their whole team responds back yeah. on top of you. Yeah, and we, we play usually where we're like, okay, we're all three sniping, and our fault is is that we all want to get kills, and we're all shooting at that one guy parachuting in, and usually one of us needs to get smart, and sometimes we do, sometimes we don't, but <laughs> we start we'll, tunneling. We'll, yeah, you start ratting around inside the building, making sure nobody's sneaking up on you. Yeah, so. <clears throat> But that's the smart way to play, but it's also kind of boring. So, Another thing which pretty much everyone knows is that time to kill is, is king. You know, mm-hmm. you got to have the guns that shoot the fastest and do the most damage. The yeah, you're not going to be running around with an Odin and a P90. Yeah. yeah, the more damage you can do, the quicker. is. I mean, that's what everybody's going to use. And, I, and I, the I, guns that grant you, you know, decent TTK and movement. Yeah, yeah I was playing with the Origin uh, yesterday, and I was getting a fair amount of kills with that because mm-hmm. it, it – I don't know what they've done to, to buff it recently, but it feels like it was when it started out. So it's got a decent choke spread, and it's one to plate and then one to down. And it's really fast, so it's like within one second you can down somebody. Okay. So it'll beat an SMG, Point. which makes freaking very sense. very up close. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, if they're, if they're you know, 50 meters away, or, well, that's probably pretty far. If they're 20 meters away, they, they might beat you, you know. But for the most part... Just hosing people with the origin with its like seventeen shells, I think magazine. Or like I think the twenty five round, something drum. like that. Yeah, like you have an insane amount, and you just hose people with that. And you can, and I like to have that indoors where everybody's like breathing distance and just hosing people with that. You're running into a room, and it's like guy in the corner, pop, 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 and yeah. they're just they're the flinch is just out of control. Because I, I ran into a room where a dude was behind a he set up a portable barricade, and only his head was available. Mm-hmm. But that's all I took. Two shots to, to kill him from the other side, you know, and he had an SMG, and I downed him before he got me. And it, it makes sense, like, okay, the shotgun is dominant mm-hmm. in that situation. So, yeah. Another thing I put on here was, like, you know, we were talking about how, you know, you're killing somebody and then his team comes back. Well, you you don't want to get stuck in what they call respawn loops to where basically you're just constantly Coming just back you and one Trying other to team. get something yeah. to die. Trying to get something to die. Either yeah. If that, you can't wipe them, you just need to kind of like back off to, a little bit. That's, as a team. that's where aggression comes into play. Because like if we get rushed we, and we kill three of the four, we have to find the fourth guy. Yeah. That's and the, just end it. That's the biggest problem with resurgence is if 
the three of us are established and we have our loadouts and we have a really good setup point, but I die, okay, I can either come back and pick up, you know, ground loot, like crap SMG, some green sniper rifle or something like that, or I can try and get my guns back where I died, you know, but then that dude's there. So it's either you die over and over again and hopefully get lucky mm-hmm. or you just work with what you got and it's punishment at the end of the... I think the biggest thing overall that would make you a competitive, you know, resurgence, rebirth player is, you know, t- moderate team cohesion. Sometimes you're not going to have that playing with randos. Right. But if you're playing with your friends, you know, having good comms about where people are, how to move, and where you want people to go and attack from certain angles. Yeah, and know your roles, too. Like, I know you're going to mm-hmm. be better at longer range, so I'll try and do the support close guy or mm-hmm. something like that and just, like I said, right around mm-hmm. and make sure nobody's sneaking I up. think movement is a tremendous <clears throat> factor. Yeah, and communicating when you're moving. That's always a good thing, too. That we don't do. Yeah. Because <laughs> we'll look up and I'll be one of us will be who knows we'll, how far that, away. That we're playing split. <laughs> But uh, another thing with, that I wrote down was land near buy stations. Because the faster you can get your loadout, the better chances you have. Mm-hmm. Because if you've got your loadout and the other team doesn't, most of the time you're, you're going to win. Because like nine times out of ten, there's a buy station at Harbor. Right. Yeah. And if we land, we get enough money from Harbor, that two-story building, then Big Red. We go back, buy our loadout, and we know it's like, all right, we're probably going to have to fight dudes who have loadouts at Bio or at uh, Chemical and mm-hmm. at Nova. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, buyouts, uh, buy stations are important. Uh, also, just so, like, you know, some dude, a whole team of four is rushing, and it's just the two of you until somebody comes back in. So you have options. You can buy an airstrike and just mm-hmm. pin them in a position while you move or mm-hmm. stall for that guy to come in or something like that. So mm-hmm. it's nice to have that extra. That's that's my next point, strategic use of your kill streaks. Yeah. You know, yeah, if we're inside Harbor, like I mean, we, we're using Harbor as a huge example. But even if you're anywhere, mm-hmm. like let's say you know you're on the prison roof, you're on the side by water tower, mm-hmm. and you're running across to the other side to the other staircase. Mm-hmm. Team is rushing you from where you were. As you're crossing the plane, airstrike yourself, get behind cover. It's like right. you're out of range of your own. <clears throat> they didn't get the indication. They're coming to get you because they down one of your guys. They're gonna run into it. Right. Yeah. And you have a chance you might break their plates and you'd be able to down a couple of them, or you might down them outright. Right. You know, you, sometimes you get lucky, but either way, kill streaks aren't made to to take out a team. It's made to stall them so you can mm-hmm. figure out where to go from there. And it gives yeah, you a chance to kind of reset. And that's what I was going to say. Because I, there's been several times where I've used a precision or a cluster, and I'll just put it on them just so that we can move to a different position without right. being shot at. Because we know they have to move. Right. Yeah. Or put it on them forcing them to move and then light them up as soon as they break they cover. come out of cover, yeah. Well, I'm just saying it forces them to duck down and we can move to a different location. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, they either didn't see us mm-hmm. or it just allows us to, you know, yeah. to get there with cover fire. Which but, is a big thing. Like, if we know where a team is and we, you know, shots fired back and forth and then there's kind of a lull, rotate to a new spot because they're going to still think you're over there, mm-hmm. whereas now you have angles on them and you can start pushing them from a different spot. Yeah. Right. Yeah, and that's... It's basically that cat and mouse game that, uh, as, as far as I understand it, where the strategy is, is they know where I'm at, so now I need to get to a position where they don't know where I'm mm-hmm. at, and now that I know where they're at, how do I use that to my advantage? Or if I'm, like, the only one in a building, you know, guy comes flying through the window, down him, kill him, and I see his little thing going off. I'm like, he's already calling out where mm-hmm. I'm at. Yeah. I got to grab his stuff, and I got to run. Yeah. Because his whole team's coming where they last saw me. Because yeah. the chances are, when he went down, he was live pinging the crap out of me. Yeah, they oh. should be. And pinging, that's like, even if it's with randos, like, that's communication basics. And it has to have that. Like, 
no matter what, even if I see a guy parachuting off in the distance, I'm going to ping him just in case somebody has advantage that I don't. Mm-hmm. And it's faster to do that instead of saying, hey, does anybody see that guy on the east side of the island mm-hmm. coming in from the tower? You just ping him, and then everybody will at least get their attention. If somebody has a shot, they'll take it. You know, and then your window is a lot smaller, but at least possible mm-hmm. at that point. So, and uh, <clears throat> earlier we, I'd kind of mentioned, you know, high ground is pretty key a lot of times. Mm-hmm. As long as you use it correctly, I mean, don't be the la- like I said, don't be the last one to move out of a spot. But when you when you've got the high ground, nobody's going to be shooting you from down low unless you peek over the ledge. Yeah, so it gives you a little bit more safety. Mm-hmm. High ground is good for two reasons. One, because you have to get to it, so it's a lot of climbing and and. You know, if you're fortified in that position, you can use that as an advantage. Mm-hmm. And two, if the circle's closing and you're at high ground and you need to move building, quick, yeah, you do because need, there's going to be the team that's below you waiting for you right. to jump off. But you can you move faster than the guy running out the door below you. So yeah. you know, you can either hold out and wait for them to chicken out first and kill them, mm-hmm. or you can try and just get ahead of the curve and get to a better you know, vantage point for them to run at. Or like we've done it and it's been so like we're on a high ground spot. I jump off, get ahead of you. Mm-hmm. And then the team that's below pushes out and they're all looking at you. And then they start taking rounds from further into the zone because it's me. Right. And then now they're engaged with me. Then you guys can peek over and shoot them. And then it's right. like, all right, we got them all. And now we can move. Yeah. And, and you know, like grenades and uh, whether it's lethal or not, they're they're all entirely distraction or stalling devices. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's great if you stick somebody. You know, but I, I, I only use grenades solely as a, this dude's about to come out and I need to reload or something like that. So chuck it just to hold him in place while I get myself ready for the firefight. So another thing I have on here was to use less common routes. So like, you know, when they're on top of the, if they're on top of the uh, prison, there's that little ramp. Uh, it's like kind of close to the water tower where it's just like, essentially it's just a wall. Yeah. But yeah. You, you run up the wall, you can yeah. hop to the floor and then you're right there with the staircase to come. Yeah. Up. Just yeah. D- use Ways that aren't like but obvious, that's, like don't run down I the mean, hallway. But that's a very known. Well, yeah, route. but it, but it's, everybody it, does it. It's it'll be one of the last ones that they look at besides the doorway that comes mm-hmm. out of the you know the, yeah the gonna, main door and all that. Kind of if stuff. they're smart, they're going to be well. If they're if they're typical, they're going to be looking at the most uh, you know obvious, which is the door, the walkway mm-hmm. into the room. But if they're smart, they'll have uh, like a split direction. They'll have a field of fire through mm-hmm. the doorway. I mean, even so the like, zip lines, nobody uses the zip lines. Yeah, because you're dead on them. Because yeah. it, you can hear it. But at yeah. the same token, if people are fighting and then you zip up, they're not going to hear it. Yeah. You got a friend in your apartment, Tom. Well, also, uh, you know, like for the, the new stuff on Rebirth, they have like the scaffolding on the side of the mm-hmm. roof that you can go up the scaffolding mm-hmm. and get up there, so. Yeah, yeah, the, and then they keep uh, they keep kind of tweaking with the typical mechanics of rebirth. Like they have the um, that gas canister thing where you can oh, live yeah. a little bit long. Uh-huh. And like at first, I thought it was BS and useless. But if you are waiting for somebody to come out of a circle and you have to do that chicken race where you know who's going to live in the smoke the longest, mm-hmm. that will give you like a step up over them. So yeah, there's some. There's some devices that are moderately advantageous that have changed the game a little bit. Well, that and with those, like if you know where the circle's going, you can run in or you know run into the smoke, and then just set that up. As long as you had a gas mask, run into the smoke, set that up, and then wait as the circle comes back to you in those yeah. final circles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, knowing your equipment, it's just a lot. It's a lot, especially if you're under fire. It's a lot to think about at the same time. You know, you got your 
support grenades, your primary grenades, your kill streaks, your equipment. Yeah. You know, on top of how you're going to shoot back and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's where you're at specifically with like which way you want to run to. Yeah. And knowing what's going to be like, like if you're getting pushed by a team, you down one of them, you can probably guess which way the other ones are going to come. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, all right, I took him. He's here. This one's probably coming up the staircase first. Right. And, you, you, and then you can audible to that. It's like, all right, yeah, I got him. It's like, all right, there's probably going to be one coming from the window. There he is. And that's, that's another important strategy too, that if you have a team, <clears throat> You can try and argue, you know, like, okay, I have this guy pinned down behind uh, cover, okay? You know, so if if he's bleeding out, chances are his teammates are going to try and res him. So you keep him pinned down. Hopefully one of your other teammates gets into a flanking position. And then, you know, that flanking position is always, like, paramount to what you can do to, to secure, like, the, the complete wipe for a team. Hopefully, uh, you know, your team's good at communicating like that. Shoot fly by the <laughs> Kill that fly, Tom. But, uh, you belong to my friend, Link. <laughs> but uh, we uh, we got to make sure that, you know, you communicate that way, and it's really hard to do that with randos. That's the advanced communication that people kind of suck at. So uh, what do you got? Uh, what else you got there, Mitch? Uh, I put on there that, you know, not to be afraid to grab, like, the different uh, contracts and stuff because you're going to get the money, especially the bounty contracts. Because it's just it's basically like a UAV of a single team. Yeah. And then even if you don't get the kill, if somebody else kills them, you still get some money out of that. So you're still you no there's no downside to grabbing a bounty contract. Yeah, and you never know. Like you might be the last guy alive in the final circle and contracts don't mean anything except just immediate money in your pocket. Yeah. And so, you know, if the circle moves to where there's a buy station, you might have garnered enough money to buy your team back and that mm-hmm. that could change the game entirely. So Monkey rounds. That's monkey, right. The monkey round. Those are the best. <laughs> when you're the only one alive, and it's like a 1v3. Get him, boys. And you dive into a buy station, buy back the entire team, and they just come streaming out of the sky. Well, <laughs> 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 like the last time me and Tom played on Caldera, we even had somebody to do that. Like, our randoms knew knew the plan. Mm-hmm. They understood the assignment. <laughs> Tom went and bought one guy, and then I went and bought the other guy. And as they fell in on top of the other team, we were just picking them off as yeah. they were fighting them. It's just a massive. You just see people, people running, running around. <laughs> we're just hosing them. It's like, ah! <laughs> and our yeah. teammates are just running, going, you know, swinging <laughs> pistols at people. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the next part I put in there was uh, pretty much overkills the only, like, middle perk you need. It, to, to start out with. Where you have two. Yeah, yeah, two, two After that, if you get a second loadout, it's all preference. If you want, um, like, well, I mean, even though the perks drop in crates. Yeah. They, if they you do want have high alert, if you want tempered, if you want um, restocks. I was going to say, overkill is the most valuable one to have, especially from the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if you Probably get. Probably tempered. If you get, well, I was going to say, if you get another crate, then tempered and like restock are pretty useful because mm-hmm. you're just constantly getting your stuff back or it takes less to, you know, to fill up mm-hmm. your plates. Yeah. Especially if you get into a firefight, run behind cover, and it takes uh, you know a second to throw in two plates, and now you're back to max. Yeah, yeah, well. And then the uh, the last thing I put on here was this new thing. You got to pay attention for the occupation scans. Yeah, what? that's stupid crap. What is that? Where like it's like it's an event. Like, yeah, it's like you can. I think a team buys it. No, I think it's like an event, like when uh, jailbreak and stuff like that. Is it's yeah. kind of like a, one of those events. You have to go pro, and otherwise it'll it, like every team gets it. It's like the. Um, Advanced UAV. Every yeah. everybody can see where you're at. Yeah, yeah if you don't go like prone. Every, everybody on the map shows up if you're not prone when the, when this thing goes off. It like, like counts yeah, down. Yeah, you got to stay prone for like the second duration, which is like yeah. ten seconds. Oh, okay. so you you're like you can't be moving. You got to stay prone, or mm-hmm. you show up on an advanced UAV style mm-hmm. on on the little radar for everyone. 
Okay. So. Well, there you go. So I didn't know about that. Yeah, it's something new they they did within what last season or like yeah. you know, last two it's, seasons or something. It's it the resurgence is fun because it gives you that kind of battle royale feel, but at like a at a faster pace enough where it's not you looted for thirty minutes to and get schwacked and then yeah. you wasted that that moment of your life. Yeah. You know, there, you can still get killed in the first five minutes of the game. Your team can get schwacked and you just got to start all over again. But chances you are you weren't that invested to begin with, right? You know, the, the biggest problem is just. If you can't get that last guy, they just keep coming back and just Until continuously, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. Um, but, you know, the, I, I, I think right now Resurgence is, is still way better than uh, Caldera Wars. Oh, yeah. You know, so. Oh, went much, much better. Yeah, every once in a while I get the bug and I'm like, I, I miss Warzone and I want to play Caldera. And it's just. Never mind. <laughs> this isn't good. Because so. I know we played the other night and it was just. Yeah, I'd rather just I had more fun playing Rebirth. Yeah. So, well, there you go. If you got any tips and tricks, let us know. Um, EntertainThisPodcast.com or at this entertain on Twitter. At yes. this.entertain. No, just at this entertain. Whatever. And, uh, you know, feel free to reach out. And if you want to play with us, you're probably better. So show us a thing or two and let us know. Otherwise, yeah, you can lead us to victory. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know. We need your help. Let <laughs> us know your tips and tricks. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. What's the meta? What gun should we buy? I know that laser gun is a big deal right now, you know. But we're all about... You know, prepping for uh, Modern Warfare Two and Warzone Two. So, you if, know. if you're out there, we need a fourth. Mm-hmm. We need a we need a consistent, a dependable fourth. fourth. Yes, <laughs> may the fourth be with you. So, all right. Well, that was fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. Well, goodbye from Mitch. Bye. Okay. Dreams. Bye from Hayden. Yeah. Okay. Bye from Tom. <laughs> 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 goodbye.